the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. Gold and silver, what we like to call wealth insurance. It is what we do. The website at allamericangold.com. Don't forget, you can find us on YouTube. We're, we're podcasted all over the place. But go to YouTube, just search Patriot Trading Group. Subscribe to our channel, like us. Uh, Jason, we're going to do a lot more giveaways and, and things like that. And, and uh, some of them are going to be pretty excited. We're working on something special here that we're going to roll out next week. So be ready for that. And uh, no matter where you find us, where you're listening, tell a friend. Because I'll tell you what, it's probably never been more important to understand the crazy economic times that the central bank, our government, have put us into. And, and today, Jay Powell was out uh, on climate change. Yep, Jason, ESG, we've been warning people, get ready. Uh, they just can't wait for that digital ESG score to come out. Yeah, I was talking to you this morning. I was looking at Alone, and uh, right there on the website, it had the little thing you can click on their ESG. I, I didn't get a chance to look at it yet, so I'll report more when I, when I read it. But it's uh, it's it's getting into the the websites, so it's uh, it's right there out in front of us, Joe. Yep. So Jay Powell today saying, "Hey, listen, unless they change the rule of Congress, that, that's not our our area." So uh, I, I guess some constraint there from from Jay Powell. Uh, as far as that goes, no comment, no comment when it came to the economy, uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, uh, they may be beyond help. Uh, I don't know how you do it. They lost over a billion dollars in the, how do you lose a billion dollars? I mean, how, how bad of an operation do you have to run to lose that kind of money? Uh, I think bankruptcy's intimate there. Uh, but here's the difference. I'll say this. And Jason, you and I talked about it the last time. Now let's go back to the financial crisis because we're, we're going to have another one of these debt blow-ups. We just don't know wh where is it going to be. As far as retail goes, and it's really odd that we haven't gotten hardly any retail information from the Christmas holiday, which kind of tells you it's, it's pretty soft. You know, we heard from Macy's, obviously Bed Bath & Beyond. I think the grocery stores did well. Right, because the price of food has become so expensive, probably everywhere else was, was, was a lot tougher. But we probably won't see the amount of store closures. You know, remember the last financial crisis? I mean, yeah, like Macy's started closing hundreds of stores. We don't have Kmart. We don't have Sears this time. Uh, so I, at least the carnage on the retail side, I don't think it's going to be as bad as the last time. Yeah, or it's just going to happen slower. I talked to you this morning again about this could be a slow thing we're seeing that just continually gets worse. It, instead of falling off the bridge, Joe, you're 
you're hanging on by your fingertips and slowly each finger's falling off. It, it, it really feels like this is just going to be a long, distressing period. I mean, it started now. It's been started since 2020, and it really got going uh, 2021, 2022. So, so here it goes, Joe. And I think you see Macy's lose a store here, lose a store there, lose five more over there. Right. I think I think smaller losses over a longer period of time, Joe. Yeah, we'll see, too. And I know that uh, the small business survey uh, really starting to feel the pinch are, are these small businesses. Uh, so we'll see if they're able to hang on. Uh, and then the Census Bureau releasing credit card data. And, and according, now this is a, a number just, uh, unfortunately, they're, they're just behind. This is a November uh, number. I'm sorry, let me correct that. A December number, so a little more current. 35% of households were using credit cards or loans in December to assist with spending needs uh, during the month of December. In other words, what they were saying, hey, we're not counting Christmas. right? We're not talking about, hey, you're out there buying presents for, for the kiddos, uh, buying presents for, for uh, mom and dad or grandma and grandpa. No, no, this was just... With basic household, you know, bills, food, shelter, and, and now they're saying, oh, you know, what, like 35%. By the way, just to give you an idea, uh, that, that number was 21%, you know, six months, eight months, nine months, ten months ago. Uh, you know, you had about one in five doing that. Now, now we're, we're almost at two in five. Yeah, Joe, I, uh, I just wonder what's going to happen when a lot of these loans default, you know, the credit card loans or any type of loans, car loans, uh, they're already defaulting. But this, uh, once again, is it going to happen fast or is it going to happen slow? And I, I just think, uh, I think I think we're seeing a slow motion crash that's been going on, Joe. We, we reported, I think, a year and a half ago, the, the small cap and medium cap stocks were already kind of dead in the water. Right. Well, it just hasn't really infected the large companies yet. It's because all the small companies are just getting whacked, just like you said. The small businesses are, are dying, and everybody's going to, to credit to try to pay their bills. And then uh, the Fed, so that was the Census Bureau. The Fed released its credit card numbers. That was the, a November number. Credit card debt jumped another $16.5 billion in the month. That's the fourth highest monthly print this century. Uh, the, the, the sad part is, guess what? The other three highest monthly prints this century, all in 2022. So uh, credit card debt really picking up. And, and then they, they actually added a number, which I was kind of glad to see. What, what is the interest rate on credit cards? Hit a new all-time record high, 20.4% when it comes to balances on credit cards. How do you like it now? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two on this Tuesday. The Dow is up 50 points. Yesterday. Uh, well, we were on the Dow was up. The Dow actually finished in negative territory yesterday. Uh, the S&P's up five. The Nasdaq's up thirty. Gold's up uh, two and a half dollars, pretty modest, but uh, eighteen eighty. Uh, silver right now is down seven cents 
at 23.78. This market recap brought to you by our friends at Y Refi. Right, never probably been a better time to get out of the volatility, Jason. That is Wall Street. I mean, we're sitting there just talking about, hey, almost. 40% of all households now use, need to use credit cards just to pay their, their monthly bills. This, this isn't going out to go Christmas shopping. Uh, things look like it's kind of on a knife edge. We're just kind of waiting for that shoe to drop. Get out of Wall Street. Get a high fixed rate of return. You know, we heard from, we're going to hear from Jamie Dimon today. We're going to talk about uh, the Swiss National Bank lost $143 billion. Yeah, what? Yeah, you heard me right, 143 It's almost impossible when you think about it. But, hey, it's a national bank, right? They don't, they don't have to worry, right? Uh, it'll be fine. Invest. YRefi.com. You can get returns of up to ten and a quarter percent. Listen, you got to have minimum fifty k. That's the minimum. Uh, they uh, they they want you to be an accredited investor. But guess what, guys? Go ahead and call. Reach out because they're going to get rid of that. They're going to get rid of that. You got fifty thousand. You deserve to get those rates of return. If you need uh, to end early, it's not like, you know, when you get into these uh, annuities and things and they lock you in for, for five years and if you got to uh, get out early, they, they smash you with penalties. Uh-uh, you get all your principal back. InvestYRefi.com, the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or 888-YREFI24. Tell them Joe and Jason sent you. If you want more intel, go to the 1360 website, 1360kagency.com. Hit the sponsor button and uh, click on the Y-Refi logo, Jason. Uh, just that easy. But but I don't know where to go. Uh, we'll get to Jamie Dimon. We'll get to the Swiss National Bank. i got to talk IRS. Today, the <coughs> excuse me, the Republican House in a symbolic vote wanted to strip $70 billion of the IRS funding that was in that Inflation Reduction Act, right? We're going to add 87,000 IRS agents. And I say symbolic, Jason, because really that's what it is. It's not going anywhere. The money's already been approved. Congress already approved it. But but I guess they wanted to to, to make a made-for-TV moment to say, well, we, if you would have had us in here, we would have stopped it. Yeah, you know, it's it's very deceptive every time the uh, Congress passes any kind of spending bill because they uh, they they put out that book, you know, and says this is where all the money's needed and where we're going to put it all, and it's all you know hard to read. But once that, let's just you know whatever the number is that they're going to I'm spend. I'm trying to make the book. I'm trying to make the book fit into YouTube. <laughs> I can't do it. It's that big. I mean, you can commit suicide by jumping off the IRS tax code. Correct, and I'm talking about just the bill that Congress is passing, Joe. Those things can be thick, right, just to tell you where the money's going and why they're going to spend it and where. But it's very deceptive because once the money is passed to be spent, uh, anything from the president to Congress can just decide after the money's approved to just change where it goes. So, yeah, like, okay, Republicans, you can you can take 70 grand away from the IRS, but then they can just add another 140, you know, thousand or whatever uh, on the back end of it. It's just, you know, it, it's, it's it's just like a home budget. You can budget for all the different bills with a certain amount of money you're making, but when it comes down to it, if you want to spend a little extra on this or that, you can just take it from one fund and put it in another one. 
it's 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 just ridiculous, Joe. It's uh yeah, that's very. I would say it's less than symbolic what they did. Yeah, and, and you know what's so funny is eighty-seven thousand IRS agents, right? You could have an IRS agent for pretty much every millionaire in the country. They could have their own personal one, right? Because remember, that's what they go. Oh no, we're going to go after the rich guys, right? And, and of course, Jason and I go to that's never happening. Well, guess what? We got IRS numbers out for 2022, and the taxpayer class go shocking. The taxpayer class set the tone with the highest audit rates, five and a half times virtually everybody else. Go, go, wow, I'm, I'm so surprised. Even low-income earners. Okay, these are the working poor got audited more than the millionaires and the billionaires did. And they said if you ignored the fiction of an auditing a millionaire by simply sending a letter through the mail, which classic IRS, oh, hey, we, we may be looking into you. They said that. The actuality of a millionaire being on, these are 2022 numbers now, was 1.1%. By the way, that is the lowest percentage of all classes. And if you went to the lowest income wage earners, they, Jason, they came in at 1.27%. And here's the funny part is there's, I don't even know. What, 10,000 times the amount of, of low-income earners to every millionaire? Probably, probably maybe 100,000. I mean, it's that grotesque. Uh, it just kind of lets us know what all of this is really all about. They need all these IRS agencies because they're getting ready for this digital currency, and these banks are going to have losses, and, and it's a bail-in, not a bail-out. And they're, they're going to tell you how much of your money you're going to be able to keep. I'm telling you. I guess maybe when they audit the low-income earners, maybe uh, when they give them the new bill, I guess they can uh, the low-income earners can just put on the credit card maybe? <laughs> Is that what's going to happen, Joe? <laughs> well, apparently, if you got one of those, and, and I don't know, and, and I apologize, but I, I just don't know, the low-income low wage earners that were taking the earned income tax credit, apparently yeah. – uh, you had a much higher chance of getting audited if you're like, wait a minute, hey, I'm so poor, I need some extra money. Uh, apparently, that's a red flag, you know. But the millionaires, they don't have to pay any tax, and it's okay. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. The 87,000 new IRS agents over the next few years. I mean, maybe those uh, higher uh Unemployment numbers don't go up until they hire them all, Joe. <laughs> they need to hire 87,000 guys. Unemployment can't really go up until you get all those guys in there, right? Well, you're right. That's a lot of hiring. I mean, uh, think about it. I, I would have to venture to say the IRS may be uh, the, 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 the biggest hirer of anybody out there. I mean, think of 87,000. Well, Joe, Joe, the guys that get hired onto the IRS, those positions are now open for somebody to get those, whatever, wherever those people are leaving their position. So that is, you know, there's a little dent of employment coming in from from government hiring. Yeah, and, and again, it's just, 
highlights, you know, and they release Donald Trump's taxes. And, and I'll be the first guy to tell you, hey, listen, I don't blame Donald, Donald Trump. But I don't, I don't blame any of the millionaires and the billionaires. If you've got a tax code that's written uh, to favor and allow you to take write-offs, you should take them. Right? I mean, I, listen, I I pay my taxes, and I'm, I'm I, I don't want to say I'm happy to do it. I'm not, but but I pay them. And and honestly, and Jason, I think you're the same way. Listen, I want to pay the least amount possible. Right? There's no that's, doubt absolutely. about it. But but after hearing what I just said. And understanding, listen, every millionaire and billionaire's taxes look like Donald Trump's. They do. Let's not kid ourselves. It tells you that this tax code, how corrupt it actually is. We need to get rid, we need to get our government back under control, get rid of the federal income tax, Jason. It it should never have been there to begin with. Yeah, federal income tax is theft. It's uh, unnecessary. Uh, you know, how many times we'll have to say it, but, you know, uh, Andrew Jackson paid off the national debt. He got, he, he killed the, uh, the, the central bank of his time, got rid of the central bank. Uh, there was no federal income tax and he paid off the national debt as soon as that, that, uh, thieving bank was gone. He had surpluses come in so large that he, uh, distributed the excess amounts to the states equally. So it's totally unnecessary. It is theft. And uh, I just uh, you, you look at the IRS, uh, Joe. It's it's just it's just loan shark thuggery. You know, it's it's the thugs that do the collecting. And think about this. I mean, we're talking about we're approaching. Well, I think we're over four and a half trillion dollars in federal income tax. It's outrageous, and we're still running deficits that are trillions of dollars on on top of it all. And, and you know what, it, it, here, here's a great idea. You know what, whatever you can collect in, in tariffs and, and import duties, that's how big your government can be, right? And other than that, uh, let the states worry about what they're going to do, get rid of federal income tax, get rid of the IRS. Uh, we don't need it. Well, Joe, it, it's really simple. The... Federal government doesn't need a central bank to make the money. The the Treasury can print up all the fiat currency they want. This this is how bad it is for you know it's been a while since we talked about this, but we have such a disgusting system with a central bank, a, a private corporation prints the money and then uh, loans it to us at interest. So when you have the national debt, we're borrowing the money from a central bank and paying it back at interest. The the treasury or government back up. You need you need to say it again, okay? You need to say it again, right? This private institution makes up money out of thin air and then loans it to us at interest. That's the system that they decided to put in. That's what happened after Jekyll Island. That's how the Fed came into existence. That was that was what they wanted. Think about this. No, we want a system where we can create the money. That's the system we're living in. Right. And I don't like our government, our federal at all. It's it's way too big and it's it's stealing uh, liberties and freedoms on a daily or almost hourly basis. But they could get rid of this this central bank. We don't need it. It's in the Constitution. If they want to print up a fiat currency, they can do it. And at least if the government prints it, we're not paying back, paying it back in interest. There'd be no national debt. Now, if they printed too much and they cause inflation, then we can vote new people in to to, to stop printing the money. Because there's a central bank, there's a third party system. 
the government right. and the third party uh, uh, wage war against the citizenry. It's, it, that's it, the way it, it is. It, I mean, allows, it allows for bad behavior by Congress. They yep. can spend whatever they want. Yes, let's hire, I got a great idea. Let's hire 87,000 more IRS. And yes, yeah. And we'll tell them it's for the millionaires. I mean, think about this. Each billionaire, uh, I'll look it up during the break. I'll give you the number of how many uh, of the 87,000 IRS agents, how many agents could be part of every billionaire in the United States? Right? I mean, just to give you the lunacy of, of all of this stuff and how it plays out, but you're right, Jason. It allows for Congress to behave horribly, uh, and, and install all these social programs and turn it, you know, a socialist type state because they can't be blamed for the inflation, Jason. Heck, they, right. they just passed the spending bill last year and had the audacity to call it the Inflation Reduction Act. I'm sorry, but when you create money out of thin air, that's inflation, period. Well, can you name one billionaire that's, uh, that you've ever heard of that's in jail? I can't name one. There's millionaires that have gone to jail. Have you ever heard of a billionaire going to jail, going to prison for anything? Yeah. For doing anything dishonest, Joe. I don't think Joe. Bernie Madoff was a billionaire. I don't think so. But maybe no, he, he wasn't. Maybe the it, it doesn't one. matter. They actually put him in jail because he was doing what the Fed was doing. He was he ran a Ponzi scheme. Right, right, right. It's a great point, uh, Jamie Diamond. I don't like talking about it, but when he talks, we gotta pay attention. Well, he's trying to uh, facilitate a Fed hike pause. I'll tell you about that. One zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. I'm having trouble here on this number of billionaires. Uh, Forbes has a list, but the problem with that list is it's done early in the year. Uh, we had lost billionaires last year. They had a number of about uh, twenty six hundred, which would mean that you'd have at least thirty three and a half IRS agents. For every billionaire. But when I Googled billionaires 2023 in the United States, uh, uh, no, now, uh, I'm sorry, no insider, no insider says there's only 725 billionaires in the United States. That's a number that I think is a little more accurate. I didn't think there was that many. So maybe Forbes was a global number. Probably was. I probably, probably was a global number. So at seven, or at, 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 uh, 700, what did I say, 725, yeah, 725 billionaires in the U.S., they would each, they could each have 118 IRS agents apiece uh, for for their filings. Yeah, well, do you believe that number 725, Joe? Anyone that believes that these IRS agents were going to go after billionaires, you got another thing coming. I think there's more billionaires than that, Joe. What do you think? I think there's there's many more than that. I think twice as many. The reason I think that is because I think there are some billionaires out there that have their assets sitting on the side and it doesn't get counted. I think there's maybe three times that number, Joe, in this country. I think it's I think that number is growing, by the way. That's that's just how I see it, Joe. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because we kind of think lords and peasants. We would expect 
that there would be a small increase. Uh, I, I'll say this. The billionaire class had been increasing in 2020, 2021, at least according to Forbes. It fell uh, in 20, you know, look at stocks, you know, Forbes at, at the time. Elon Musk was number one. He's not number one anymore uh, because of what's happened with, with Tesla stock and Twitter. But just just a little math for, for everybody out there. Uh, don't be fooled. We know what they're for. And it has nothing to do with going after millionaires and billionaires. It has everything to do to get ready for this digital currency that's coming and to bail out uh, all the debt that they've created, this house of cards. Uh, speaking of house of cards, Jamie Dimon was out today, and he says that the Federal Reserve may need to go beyond what is currently expected. So right now, what's currently expected is somewhere between 5 and 5.5%. Five and so if we get the, the half of a point that I've been telling you is coming in February, we'll be between... 475 and 5%. If you went 50 more basis points in March, I think that's kind of what everyone's expecting, right? Somewhere in that range between February and March. But Jamie Dimon said today, hey, we, they may need to go beyond that, but before they do, he wants them to pause, Jason. And, and it's worth noting, we have to note it, he's a powerful guy. Uh, and, and, and he said there's, there's a 50% chance that current expectations are correct. <laughs> How about that? Hey, well, hey Doc, uh, what do you think here? Am I going to make it? Well, it's 50-50, right? You know, it's 50-50 that the, the Fed will boost its benchmark rate uh, to 5% and a 50% chance that it'll have to go to 6%, according to Jamie Dimon. So not only does he say, here's the bottom, here's the... He goes, but here's the here's the top as well, which is six percent. But I want the Fed to pause, and you know what he said? We could pause three, maybe six months, Jason, before we should do any more damage. That's interesting. I mean, that that kind of sounds a little bit like what I was thinking—that the inflation will come back later in the year, and then you'd have to raise the rates again. I I don't see them raising the rates again. I think when they pause, Joe, they're done. I don't. I think they're going to let markets go into complete chaos because. They can't just keep pushing the rates higher and higher and higher. Whatever recession or depressionary situation is going to happen, they'll make it much, much worse if they keep raising the rates. I think they're just trying to slowly get us used to a higher level of inflation every year. That's what I think is happening. So I, I, I don't yeah, think I don't think I they think, raise them again, Joe. I, I'm going to say this. I'm still sticking to uh, I think March is the last one. Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'll say this. I got to see more job losses than what I'm seeing right now. I mean, yeah, we're getting some. Most of it is still tech-based uh, until I see that. I mean, the credit card numbers are not good. Let's. I think we can all agree on that. Hey, that's not a good number. Uh, and it looks like what, what happens when 35% of the population runs out of room on the credit card? And it, and it looks like, Jason, that's what we're approaching. When they run out of room on the credit card, that's when the problems start because then they can't spend anymore. Yeah, as long as people can make those uh, those payments, uh, things will be okay for a little while longer, right? It's when the payments can't be met. And uh, I, I don't know, Joe. We'll, we'll see. Like I said, it's, 
it's, it seems like this, this situation is being mitigated very well, which is why I think it's, it's going to be a slow crash because it just seems like we get a little bit of data here and there, a little bit of numbers here and there, and it just, it just is slowly going in the wrong direction. Everybody's screaming about this horrible crash. How is it that usually when everyone screams one direction, it never goes that direction, Joe? It always ends up being something else, which I think that I think we see us, you know, we see conditions worsening for a while, like maybe years. Yeah, you've been talking about this slow grind, and I think that's a great way of, of putting it. It's slow until it's suddenly. That's the problem. Yeah. I think when it finally does, when that 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 shoe finally falls, it's gonna fall. And it's gonna fall pretty hard. But think about. Uh, what's going on with these central banks? All the central banks in the world now are, are, are hemorrhaging losses. The difference is, and again, think about this. Our central bank, they don't have to realize their losses. Ah, yeah, it's a paper loss. We'll just keep printing. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll pay it back later. Uh, but you got to remember, all these central banks were making money because, as Jason was telling you at the start of the show, we create money out of thin air and loan it to you at interest. But now they started what? They started these quantitative easing. They started buying bonds. And now, like our, our central bank, we almost had nine trillion. We got about eight point five trillion now, uh, but we had nine trillion at the height. These bonds, the Fed's taking losses on them. The Swiss National Bank lost a hundred and forty-three billion dollars. Listen, that would pretty much put all of our banks out of business, right, Jason? Uh, you know, J.P. Morgan could not take a $143 billion loss. They don't have the money to, 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 to come up with it uh, on their portfolio. Here's the funny part. The bank did say they had one asset class which made a little bit of money. You know what it was? Oh, it was their gold holding. Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold is now unchanged for the day. 1878. The Dow has gone into negative territory. Uh, we saw this yesterday. Uh, where the Dow was trying to rally and, and it kind of fizzles out. Uh, earnings season, once it begins, uh, we're going to see a lot of companies talk about pressure on profit margins and all these other things. But, you know, we're, we were talking earlier about the IRS and these 87,000 agents and, and what are they really for. And, and, and it's really important for people to know they're, they're – they're really going to be focused in on not the millionaires and the billionaires. It's the, the working the working class, the small businesses, uh, the, the, the guys that I'll call them uh, middle management, right, all the way down to, oh, wait a minute, I get a lot of subsidies from the government. You're on the list. You're on the list. And when you start talking about central banks, taking losses of $140 billion. Uh, when you talk about Jamie Dimon coming out and saying, well, you know, maybe the Fed needs to take a pause here, and, 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 and well, rates could maybe go to 6%, and, 
And again, wait a minute, I thought you cared about inflation. They don't care about inflation. If they cared about inflation, we would have had uh, interest rates at 6% six months ago. There is nothing that said that you only have to raise interest rates three-quarters of a percent or half a percent. That's just more crap that they made up, Jason. It's just like they made up that 2% inflation number. Of course, it's 2% inflation that actually doesn't track inflation number. Right, let's be fair. Because that new 2% that they're talking about actually doesn't track inflation to begin with. But neither here nor there. Uh, all of this is because they know these debts are unpayable. These banks gorged on it. Our central bank is gorged on it. Our government, let's face it, I mean, we got $32 trillion almost in, in national debt. It's absolutely unpayable. They're going to a digital currency so they can have even more power. Uh, they're going to be able, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to go to a two-tiered system where you want to buy a home, you want to buy an automobile, you got credit card debt, here's your interest rate. Oh, wait, you got money in, in the Fed Reserve account? Uh, don't be shocked. Hey, that's a negative rate-bearing account, Jason. That, that's correct. You know, you talk about in, in uh, interest rates. Uh, you when the USSR came went down in, in the early '90s, you know, the wall came down. They had a lot of inflation in Russia, and every couple of years or so, Joe, you would, you would hear the the news kind of laugh at the Russians because they'd suddenly uh, have a 12% rate hike, and one one shot or a 10% rate hike just all at once, because they had runaway inflation. They were going to have hyperinflation. They needed to uh, to stop uh, the inflation that was happening, and they did it all at once. It's kind of interesting how, the, you know, the, we complain about the Russians and the media here, but uh, and, and we laugh at them for doing such things. But wasn't that the responsible thing to do with the runaway inflation? Yeah, and, and again, that's that's what you do. We see like Turkey and Argentina. Listen, go back to our Fed meetings in the '70s. They would raise rates three percent, four percent in a single meeting. Yep. Now it's just too scary, Joe. Just too oh, much like, oh, fear. Well, that, that would cause a, a huge shock. Oh, we can't do it. Right? And, of course, well, why can't you do it? Oh, well, because all this other debt's based on zero, right? I mean, you can't do it. Uh, it, it, it it's absolute insanity. The whole thing's coming undone. Listen, I've got a I, this special we've got today. I cannot put it online because it's so small. But I've got... 25 $20 gold pieces. I bought them yesterday out of an estate. I don't even know if they're libs or saints. I don't know. But I've got, I've got 25 of them, $65 off uh, at $2,075. You go to our website right now, $20 gold piece, $2,135. I've got 25 of them. At 2075 listen, no limit. You want to buy all 25? You want to buy one? First come, first serve, 800-951-0592. And, and again, Jason, I, I'm just sitting here waiting. When is that shoe dropping? Is it like you said, hey, it's going to be a slower grind. Maybe that shoe drops towards the end of 2023. Does the shoe drop? Earlier, does it drop in the spring or, or the summer? Uh, Polzar yesterday saying, listen, he expects the Fed to start quantitative and easing again before the end of the year. I mean, how high, how high can the balance sheet go? 
Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, if they go into quantitative easing this year, Joe, I don't think they will. But if they do, that'll that'll be uh, extreme circumstances. And and then the inflation that would come in 2024. I mean, can you imagine, right? Yeah, it, it's not good. And again, they're going to have the ultimate power with this digital currency. Uh, you got to understand what the Fed wants. Here's what they hate. You know what they hate? You know who the, the, the they think the worst person in the world is? You've got 200, $300,000, $500,000 in the bank. By the way, the police don't have more than 250000 in any bank. And I'm not talking about different branches. So you got to have different banks. Uh, but neither here nor there. They hate those people. Wait, you... You've had $200,000 in your bank account for 10 years. You are a terrible, terrible person. And I be- believe me when I tell you, you are going to get punished when these banks go under and these bail-ins. They'll be like, you know what, tell you what, since you obviously don't need this money, because you've had it there, you know, for 10 years, and we don't have, the FDIC only had $130 billion. We can't bail out everybody. Hey, we'll let you have, I don't know, 25 grand, maybe 50 grand. The rest of it, don't worry. We'll give you a a promise to pay note that you can maybe get back later for the difference. Believe me, that's what they're going to do. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Grab those twenties and, and do it now. Two thousand seventy five. Got to remember CPI print Thursday. Uh, Jason and I both we think this number is going to be in the sixes. Uh, the question is, is it going to be high six, mid six, low six? Uh, just as a, a side note here, the J.P. Morgan Trading Desk sees an eighty five percent chance. That the CPI will will have the S and P up by one and a half percent. So uh, that just tells you they're expecting this number to be soft. Uh, that's going to mean that the dollar is going to be soft. Uh, I would assume a soft CPI print, Jason, since gold and silver prices higher as well. Yeah, I'm thinking six two to six four, Joe. That's 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 the the range. I think. I think it, it, I wouldn't be even surprised if it went down to five nine. I, mean, I really think the inflation numbers wow. are going yeah, to, to I, drop. Yeah, I'm not there. I, I'm more in that. You know, I, I think six seven, six eight, maybe maybe six five. Uh, you know, I know there's been progress on like used cars and and stuff like that. It's going to be interesting though. I think here's the thing. I, I think the, the the shock would be a number that's still in the seven. Yeah, yeah. I think if it's in the sevens, that's <laughs> then then you're almost talking seven uh, seven fifty points for the rate hike. <laughs> they got they got to get it down, Joe. I mean, but by the April number, which we'll have in May uh, this coming year, uh, that number's got to be a much lower because that'll be three straight years of of four percent or higher. Uh, if that if that number is is uh, six or seven, I just I just it just seems like they're gonna cool it off just enough, Joe. Make it make the markets a little happy. And then we're going to have a comeback. And then there you go. That if you want the really fast market crash, it, it could happen if uh, that inflation comes roaring back. 
I got tenth ounce on sale at two forty. Silver Eagles at seven thirty. I still I've got fifty rolls of dimes left, so I've left them on sale at one ten. Uh, but I've only got fifty rolls left. Uh, then the price jumps up. Uh, we did see the first increase in silver premium. They've been falling, Jason. This morning I actually got an increase in silver premium. Uh, so we'll keep our eyes on that. Uh, but those silver eagles at seven thirty. Uh, that's a really good deal for those of you waiting for 2023. Uh, I know we're doing some some tenth ounce, some Silver Eagle 2023s. Uh, they're anticipating hitting our bullion banks in the next three to five days. Uh, then they'll ship them to us. But it looks like within the next two weeks, Jason, they'll be out. Yeah, yeah, they get you 2023s and and. Uh... Nothing wrong with stacking little uh, silver eagles or gold eagles, right? Uh, get the get the new uh, the new rolls of silver eagles and the uh, the tenth ounce gold. Uh, I, I don't know when we'll have the next special on those, Joe, but I think those will continue. Those tenth ounce are going to continue to be very popular. Very very popular, and and they go. Uh, they, they, the mint doesn't make nearly as many as those, but uh, when this initial supply of 2023 runs out, uh, then then we'll probably see availability wane. But at least for right now. Uh, so far, so good. 800-951-0592. Jason's on you guys on YouTube. Jason's showing you the 10th ounce American Gold Eagle. We call them the Golden Dime because that's what they are. They're really, think about this, a dime, but it's gold. It's a tenth of an ounce. And then, of course, uh, the one ounce U.S. Silver American Eagle. Those rolls come exactly like they come from the mint. Uh, in their mint tube, there's 20 ounces or 21 ounce silver eagles in each tube. They're at 7:30, but the deal of the day—I I don't know where we're at on them, but however many 20s we had, 25 20s, 2,075 at 800-951-0592. Jason and I are coming back with the half-empty cup. You're not going to want to miss it. We're going to talk 6G. Yeah, you heard me right, 6G. When we return. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.